Today's podcast acknowledges that people and other people sometimes get together for stuff and we don't want to be much more explicit than that. But we do acknowledge that, you know, sometimes that happens. So there's some of that. Hi, hello, this is the 45th demonstration of the system. Now, we have discovered, uh, yet again to our surprise, as if we are a massive goldfish, that there is a bank holiday on Monday in the UK. People who aren't in the UK will be going, hang on, isn't there a bank holiday, it seems, every four days? And that certainly is how it feels to us. We have always lived in a bank holiday free freelance universe in which, uh, you know, in which the things just were totally irrelevant. But now we have made the half-assed decision, candidly, to only broadcast, podcast, whatever this is, on uh, working days. We are suddenly slaves to this uh, fascistic system of holidays that mean nothing to anyone. So this is the last podcast before the live event on Tuesday. Well, we'll put one out on Tuesday, but that'll go out just before the show. So pardon me for repeating, but if you're coming to the podcast, please do write to us at talltalesnight at gmail.com and you will get the link back if you haven't already got it. Many of you or many of you have. And, uh, and it will be excellent to see you there. Now, Today, we've got tremendous uh, stuff to take you into the weekend. In a tick, we've got Abigail Burdess. But first, we have uh, Marie Phillips. And this is something from her newsletter, her excellent newsletter. We'll put the link in the uh, show notes today. And uh, this goes slightly against our strong, uh, very strong bias against pandemic programming. Um, We exist to be... A, uh, a prophylaxis against pandemic programming. However, I read this newsletter and I instantly thought, well, obviously, if we can get her to read that into her phone, it'll make the podcast better. And and it turned out that we could get her to read that into her phone. And, and this is that. Warning. Contains explicit content, all of which has been mandated by the Dutch government. Towards the end of last week, I spotted a story in The Guardian about how the Dutch had revised their advice about sex under coronavirus, suggesting that single people get themselves a sex buddy. Translation, unnecessary. The official guidance, continues The Guardian, has been amended to suggest that those without a permanent sexual partner come to mutually satisfactory agreements with like-minded individuals. If I were capable of coming to a mutually satisfactory agreement with a like-minded individual, I wouldn't be single. But never mind. Further digging reveals that the Dutch government has a lot more advice to share about how to have sex when you can't actually have sex. This is their actual list of suggested sexual activities that can be undertaken at a distance of more than 1.5 metres apart. Masturbation. Sex with yourself. Masturbation with someone else. Stay at least 1.5 metres apart. Sexting or phone sex with, for example, apps, short films or audio, but don't share films or photos without the other person's consent. Sexting with a group via, for example, Skype, Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Watch porn. Read erotic books or magazines. Make an erotic podcast. One-to-one masturbation show. Striptease. Sex with a remote control vibrator. 
somewhere, Bill Gates is wondering what the hell he did to get Microsoft Teams dragged into this. Seriously, are there two words in the English language less sexy than Microsoft Teams? While House Party and Google Meet fire their PRs. Meanwhile, I am fascinated by the instruction to read erotic books or magazines, but make an erotic podcast. Nobody is suggesting that you might want to write your own erotic book, but horny Dutch singletons everywhere are being encouraged to take to the airwaves with their homemade erotic podcasts. Nor is it suggested that you might want to listen to an erotic podcast, because the Dutch are getting real with you. Nobody is going to listen to your erotic podcast. But go ahead and make one all the same. Honestly, make an erotic podcast might be my favourite piece of advice from the entire pandemic. Stay alert. Stay at home. Make an erotic podcast. The official Dutch COVID sex Q&A page has entire sections devoted to can I have sex with someone other than my regular partner? The given answer is no. The Dutch government hasn't contemplated the possibility that the person other than your regular partner that you might want to have sex with could be a member of your household, even though this is surely going to be the plot of a lot of soap operas in the near future. Can I get COVID from fellatio, cunnilingus, fingering or hand jobs? Amazingly, Google translates the word for handjobs as subtraction, a characteristically unappealing euphemism from a language in which the direct translation of pubic hair is shame hair, and female genitalia is shame lips, and male genitalia is nothing shameful at all. And is there an increased risk of contracting COVID in a sex sauna? To which the answer is yes, and also, my God, who wants to go in a sex sauna during a pandemic? Meanwhile, back in the UK, the closest that Matt Hancock has been able to get to mentioning sex is to tell a press conference that nobody will be able to share a social hug until there's a vaccine. Social hugging, yes, that is a real thing that we are all jonesing for, Matt Hancock. As a point of reference, they've been trying for eight years to make a vaccine for SARS with no success. So buy a microphone, everyone. It's podcast time. Obviously, the reason that felt so appropriate is that we've been making, you know, this erotic podcast, and not for nothing have people worldwide been writing about the Tall Tales emergency broadcast system as the 21st century equivalent to Barry White or Early Prince. And, uh, you know, we are very uh, cognizant of that, and uh, thank you to everyone who's written in uh, to say what a magnificent accompaniment accompaniment i should probably just stop repeating every mispronunciation i do and do something else about that but you know or maybe that's my gimmick anyway people have written in uh, that it's a marvelous accompaniment to uh, to love making and uh, great we we are glad you think that next up we have uh, abigail verdes and uh, a guest appearance from Robert Webb in Feet First. Feet First! No, no, I don't like that. You can change the settings on the phone, Mark. Oh, I tell you what I won't miss. The little buttons on these mobile phones, they never used to be so small. I'm sure that must be down to Europe. I should telephone. Who do I mean? Not Donald Trump, the other one. Who do I mean? I have no idea. With the cartoon hair and the baby. Not the judo one, not Reese Mug. Who do I mean? 
He used to work on the underground. Boris Johnson? Yes! I should call Boris and tell him I flip-flopped on Brexit. I'm all for it now. Well, I would call, but these buttons are too small. They're, they're normal-sized buttons more. Can I get my apps on this? What apps? You know, Toy Boy Warehouse. Sugar Mummies. Cougar Hookup. Yep. Older Women, Younger Men. Biddy Fiddlers Anonymous. Yes, I'm there. I imagine so. If it doesn't spontaneously combust... Oh, could you put them on? I uh, haven't got time. You can use this to call me, but only in an emergency, please. I'm first in your favourites. No, you're not. What? I don't have favourites, darling. But if I did, you wouldn't be first. On the phone. OK, it's first in the favourites on the new phone. Oh. So you can find the number, yeah? Oh, so it's a sort of list. Yes. On the phone, yes. Which doesn't reflect my actual feelings. Apparently not. Where would I be then? In your favourites. I don't know, darling. It's very silly to worry about it. Second? <laughs> Third? Come on. Fourth? Fifth? Anything? How long is the list? Brilliant! Brilliant! I wouldn't be in it. I wouldn't be in your favourites. Don't be so sensitive, darling. It's this sort of behaviour might be why you aren't in my favourites. I don't care, OK? I don't... I'm a grown... My self-worth is not bound up in whether I'm in my mother's favourites or not. Well, that's lucky. I'm very sorry I couldn't help with your apps. I have to go to work. It's no problem. Bash is coming over. I'm sure she'll help. Bash is in, isn't she? No, I don't I don't care. It's not an issue. Sorry, could you could you give Bash this envelope? Well, I don't know. What's in it? Nothing. Slimming drugs? No. A secret credit card. An affair phone. What if a weird soups? It's it's just a spa voucher. A spa voucher? She's she's been stressed. And I haven't. Moving house is more stressful than dying, apparently. You haven't moved and it's divorced. You just stay, you're staying temporarily. She's got a dress-up do coming up. You know what she's like about getting her body out. She's absolutely mental. I thought a spa might relax her. So could you pass it on? Of course, darling. You, you go to work. Really? You're not going to steal it, are you? I don't know what you think of me. Or... Or undermine her in some weird way so she doesn't want to go. As if I could undermine any of you. Just change your bra before you leave, because that one gives you double-deckers. Feet first! Oh, yes. Oh, thank you, Bash. Are you clever? And how are the kids? Fine. Go with Fabio. Yeah, here are all my chaps. Now this one's very keen, though if he's 5'11", I'm a Chinaman. Ma, sorry, darling, East Asian. If there's one thing I cannot abide, it's a liar. 
Okay, it's just, um, your dating profile does say you manage several investment portfolios? Yes. And, and you speak 12 languages? We. Oui. And you're 42? It gives a flavour. Wouldn't it be better to be yourself? <laughs> oh, no. You think an international diamond dealer could afford convincing lifts? Wait, that diamond dealer? He says he deals diamonds? Oh, not anymore. No, currently he owns a hotel in Monte Carlo, though all his assets are tied up, till he gets a large payment through from the Philippines. Oh, oh dear, sorry. Could I, could I see the conversation? Right. Uh, okay. Christ. So, you met him two days ago, and he's asked to marry you. Didn't you think that's a bit suspect? No. He's seen my picture. Is that a flesh-coloured top? Oh! Oh, my! Yeah, like, don't send this stuff to strangers. He's not a stranger. OK, well, that's something at least. What's his name? 24-carat stallion. He's, he's, he's a scammer, Ma. You don't know that. You have to block him. You haven't given him your number, have you? Of course not, darling. I'm not stupid. Wait. Na oh. Hello, who is this? Is that, is that him? I don't know. Mima who? I know no Mima. Jen, what are you doing being on the phone? Chat? We don't chat. Is this the favourites thing? Because this won't help your cause. I'm on the apps. You're on the line. You're clam jamming me. You, you know, you, it's it's like getting in the path of a penis. What's but the other way around? You, you're, you're on the line, darling. Bye-bye. You did give him your number. Well, it wasn't him. It was your sister. Oh, did she? She said she left um, a, thing, a thing for me. The spa voucher. It's all right, darling. I'm not offended at being left out. Here. Thanks. I think it's very brave of you to go to the spa at all with your body issues. Now, glad rags for your do look. And again, I won't be in the least offended if you reject me. Then... Oh, how how kind. Um, what is it? It it looks very small. Plenty of women with your figure wear fitted clothes these days, darling. There's a movement. Do you mean body acceptance? Oh yes, I'm au fait with body positivity bash. I read all the blogs. Fat attractive, fat acceptance, massive fat act. Oh, that's great, Mum. That's good that you're opening your mind. It makes me feel so much thinner. Hey, okay. Go on. Try it on. I, I, um, I don't really want to. Come on. Where's your positive fatitude? Ah, uh, okay. Look, I'll try it on if you let me block this guy. If I must. Deal. Okay, he's gone. And off you go. All right, but 
I really don't think it'll fit. Go, go. Fabio. Yes, Mrs. C. Do you need another foot rub? Oh, Fabio. People will think you're flirting with me. I am not. Just need you to unblock this gentleman caller, thanks. Now, would you be so good as to fetch my herbs? Hello? The mirror's disappeared from the bedroom. Yes, the mirror's in here, love. Have you got it on? Yes. Well, come on in then. Now, that is what I call a classy ensemble. I wore that for my fifth wedding. Just look at yourself. Oh, oh, oh yes, I see. What do you think? Don't spare my feelings if you hate it or you think it's tasteless or slutty and I wore something tasteless and slutty to my wedding. You must say. Um, I mean, it's lovely. I'm just not sure it's me. You look sexy. You look like a vibrant, curvy, voluptuous, Rubenesque sex pot. Um. Your drink, Mrs. C. Fabio, come on, come and tell us what you think of Bash in this outfit. Please, no. Oh, yes. Is it a wetsuit for the child? No. Is it a special compression for after the surgery? I'm going to take it off. No, this displays your body confidence. To wear this with your figure shows a lot of guts. Although perhaps you could show slightly fewer. I'll drape you with the pashmina. No, no, that's not going to do it. It's, it's all right, really. Please, I'll, I'll just find something else. No, you'll carry this off because your confidence levels will be through the roof because you'll have been at the spa all day wearing nothing at all. Actually, I, I don't think I, I fancy going to the spa. No. Well, Jen can't make you. Hmm? Pity for that voucher to go to waste. Would, would you like the voucher? Me? Well, I, I suppose I could make use of it. Oh, how kind. Hello, who is this? Who do you think? Jen, now Bash has just given me her spa voucher. Oh, no. You didn't make her, did you? No, darling, she genuinely doesn't want to go. But before you tell me off, if I'm going to the spa, I'll need someone to come with. So, do you think you might stretch to another? Really, Ma? Yes. Even though I'm not in your favourites. Yes, sweetie. I'm, uh, I'm sure I could manage that. Great. Fabio, do you fancy a day at the spa? Feet first! Feet first was written by Abigail Burdess and featured the voices of Abigail Burdess and Robert Webb and their kids. Okay, that is us for this week. So, like I say, do tell us if you're coming on Tuesday. That's when we'll be back, shortly before we're back live. Uh, thrilling and exciting uh, things, we promise, to you for that live event. Uh, just very quickly before we go, a follow-up to the uh, blog material from a few days ago about uh, Prunella Stack, Britain's Perfect Girl. 
I was looking through even more ancient dead Earl material on the blog and discovered that I had come across her before. And so this is from 15th of October 2009. In 1944, Time magazine published a short piece listing British nobles who had died in World War II. They're sometimes sort of comic, but in a good way. What they are mainly is amazing, faintly eerie pen portraits that make me wonder how come it is that any writer ever has trouble finding stories to write about. Again, I've not written any of these stories, obviously, though I look at them and I think they'd be pretty good ones. Anyway, my favourite ones. Lord Clive, 38 a direct descendant of Clive of India, one of the tallest men in the House of Lords. He sat there as 7th Baron Darcy de Knaith, a peerage created by Edward III, a fighter pilot in the RAF. He was killed last year. And Lord David Douglas Hamilton, 32, son of the 13th Duke of Hamilton, Scotland's number one peer. A boxer who captained Oxford, he married Prunella Stack, Britain's perfect girl, with whom he toured Britain preaching physical fitness. Their son, born in July 1940, was a perfect boy. Last August, squadron leader Douglas Hamilton was shot down, killed. And the Earl of Suffolk and Berkshire, 35, 20th of his line, who succeeded to the title as a child after his father's death in World War I. A man of many parts, Australian sheep rancher, sailor before the mast, rare books collector, scientist, he became one of Britain's leading bomb disposal experts, was blown to pieces with seven of his staff by a bomb three years ago. I'm guessing it was an honest mistake to include both man of parts and blown to pieces. I didn't even notice it myself. A friend of mine did when I read it to him in the British Library yesterday. Uh, my friend also got a sneak preview of an upcoming collection of delights. Here is a teaser. Mrs. Honeyman captures a boatload of pirates. Okay, I mean, isn't that great? So go well into this dark weekend. It's not going to be a dark weekend. Uh, be good. Be good to each other. Tall tales out.